0: Good afternoon, America. Today is October 1st, 2014. Hope you're having a great day today. We're going to jump straight into this subject. It's been one that um, I've been asked to do more than a couple of times. So we're going to make sure that we get this thing happening and we're going to get it happening. Now, have you for the last few years been so close and yet so far um, for, for whatever reason? You try and try to uh, get it together. You try to fix your life. But the issue is uh, you just keep doing something wrong. You've tried everything. You prayed. You've asked for help. You've done things that even don't fit into your normal bag of tricks. You've called the psychic hotline. Hopefully you have not called the psychic hotline. Um, You've gone and borrowed money. You've written out these business plans. You've done everything that even a textbook suggested that you should do. But the problem is you keep coming up short. No matter what you do, for all intents and purposes, it's not that your heart's not in the right place. It's not that you don't want to make it. The truth is, is that everything that you're trying, all these connections you've made, all of these resources that you put into play, none of that stuff has worked for you well, I'm going to tell you a little secret: not getting religious, not getting um too spiritual, but i'm going to tell- this is really how this works, like my girl on a commercial says this is how this really works. This thing that you're trying to find is rooted in something called purpose. If you are not fully operating and connected to your purpose, I don't care who you know. I don't care how much money you spend. I don't care how many hookups that you you call, you know, how many favors you call in. You are not going to get what God has for you because to get it, You must be connected to your purpose. As a matter of fact, if you can't figure out your purpose, I'm going to give you a big hint. Find your passion, the first step. And and finding that passion, I rest assured your purpose is right around the corner, parked, waiting on you with the car running with your passion as the driver. I went for years trying to figure out, okay, how am I gonna make it? What you know, I've done I, I promise you guys, I have done everything under the sun trying to figure out what is it that I can do now. I'm tired of almost getting there, I'm tired of almost arriving, and I'm gonna comfort you. Some of you at this very moment are inches away, just steps away from being and and having living and operating in uh, what God has for you. The thing is, you have to do something about it. You have to fix yourself. And to fix yourself is not really that complicated of a thing. It's one of those times that if you're listening to this show, you're listening for a reason. You're not listening by happenstance. It's not a coincidence that you can and cannot move forward. For some of you, I want to give you some comfort. You are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. God is just changing some circumstances around you. So while you're feeling stagnant, stuck, out of luck, screwed, that's not what's happening. What's really going on right now is God has positioned things in your life in such a way that they cannot move forward until the right people, until the right circumstances, until your frame of mind has been set to tap into what he has for you. If you are in this place where you have done everything that you needed to do and you're still finding that, okay, for some reason, some way, somehow, I'm still not there yet, just chill out. It's coming. You're right around the corner from the very things that you need to have make your life turn out the way it needs to uh, turn out. If you would just relax, take a deep breath, and allow yourself to be present in every bit of this moment, that which you seek is going to find you. I know it sounds cliche-ish. I know that sounds funny. sounds like, okay, doc, I've heard that before. Why in the hell am I still lost? (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you, you're not lost. You're not screwed. Life works in a rhythm and in a sync. But let's just say, for instance, you are lost. Let's say that you are struggling to find yourself. I want you to get your pen, get your paper. I'm going to take you through some very defined steps Uh, That will help you To take your rightful place And if you just do these things Starting today Your life Will change for the better The things that you've been waiting for The very things that you deserve They're not being delayed You are not being denied However we have to put some things in order I want to take you back um, just for a second. When I was attempting to find my passion, I was running at full speed, chasing, like most of you, the American dream, chasing money, chasing success. And sometimes it became so overwhelming that I felt like I forgot while what I was chasing, hell, let alone the why I'm chasing and how I'm chasing it. Through hard work and just a lot of dedication. I finally made it. Now, let's define made it. All of us, including you, including me, we want some simple things in life. We want to be happy. We want to understand the meaning of our life. We want people to respect us. Because we're valued and what we do brings value, we would like to have some money. We, you know, if you're like me, I don't know about you. If you don't want some money, call me. I'll take whatever extra you have. But we, you know, we want that place to turn up in our lives where life will go uninterrupted. And is Doc? I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm there. I, I see what you're talking about. But man, I need you to tell me this. How can I find my purpose? You know, how can I even, uh, hell with my purpose, how can I even find my passion? Because for some people, passion has escaped them. So here's what I want you to do. Today, if you can do it while I'm talking, cool. If you can't, later today, tomorrow, cut the phone off. I promise you, you will survive having your cell phone turned off. Turn off the television. Get away from everybody. And I want you to just take a few moments. Write down the first thing that pops into your head. For some of you, that's going to be some throat stuff, so let's just kind of, you know, do I want some gravy with rice on it? I, I'm not talking about that. Uh, you know, God, or somewhere you're going, dang, she's fine. Mm, oh, girl, he, you know, we're not talking about that. I'm saying as it relates to things that you have a passion for write them down and just write out your just write down without editing just write it down as a bullet point give yourself less then 60 seconds, because some of you, the reason why you tripping or you're stuck is because you are all over the place. If I start talking about rainbow bright, you know, going to go start talking about a snow cone colored afro. Or if I start talking about uh, what is it that you have a vision for, you going um, to start telling me about what Pastor said. I No, I need you to really give yourself no more than 30 to 60 seconds to write down the first few things that you think or feel are a passion that pop in your head. And enjoy this. I don't want you writing this stuff down like you're doing homework. I want you to do it like you're just having fun. Just relax because I'm going to tell you something. God's word says my burden is light and my yoke is easy. So if this is laborious, I guarantee you what you're writing down has nothing at all to do with your purpose. Now, you say, Doc, I still need some help. What do I do? All right, here's some help. What makes you smile? What activities, hobbies, working with people, what kind of environments in working with people, what kind of projects have you participated in, or maybe not, you just want to participate in, participate in or you can tell them, you know, participate in, that make you smile. What are some of your favorite things that you did in the past, as well as right now? So again, I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. What makes you smile? What what makes you happy? What brings joy to you? Because I'm going to tell you this. Your passion does not create frustration. Now, will you get frustrated pursuing it? Yeah, because if you're on Earth, you're going to have to deal with human beings. But the truth be told, the things that are going to bring you toward a Serious manifestation, the things that are going to get you from point A to point B will not bring drama to your life. There may be a little drama in it while it's going down, but while you think about it, there's no drama. After you do that, write down some favorite things that you've done in the past or that you're doing right now. Now, understand, what you have on number one may match number two in some places, so don't let that... Uh, Make you feel like you're going crazy If anything we're tracking Now and you're targeting and narrowing Down what your passion Is Now here's a hint What makes you Lose track of time when you're Doing it for some of you it's running your mouth on the Phone believe it or not That may be a blessing too Because there are lots of services out There that need people like prayer lines, uh, counseling services, and there you don't always have to be a psychotherapist, a psychoanalyst, or a coach. I personally, that you go get some education and get some paper on your wall, but the truth is there's some places where people just need someone to listen. You don't have to be certified to be on a prayer line to pray with anybody, at least I don't think so, uh, if you have a sincere heart, that is. There are times that you could just work, even starting your own little phone bank, calling and checking on the elderly, the sick and the shut-in, going into hospice or going to um, uh, the children's hospital just to sit with some parents that are going through something. And, of course, you they may require a background check. They may require uh, that they know you're not up there trying to borrow money or just do something strange for some change. But the truth of it is, what is it that you could do that makes you lose track of time? i found, and doing what I love to do, which is help people, love on people, it, it definitely makes time go by. My days go by so quick, it's, it blows my mind. Now, what makes you feel great about yourself? What is it that makes you like you? Now, let me say this to you. Dude, I didn't I was never a big double-believing guy, but in the last few months, I have come to believe that Satan definitely, or evil, has to exist. Because some of the stuff I've seen in the last few weeks has just made me go, what the hell? So, truth be told, sometimes right before you get ready to Go into that place right before your blessings take off, right before you are going from struggling to making it. All hell will break loose. So if you're listening to this program right now and your thing is, Doc, I've done that. I've done that, man. You know, I'm going through some stuff that just hit me from the blue. Take a deep breath. This program is going to help you today. I definitely understand and I get it. Some of you have been falsely accused of stuff. Some of you have been lied on, backstabbed, talked about even by loved ones, family members, friends, even people you loaned money to or you just shared your vision with. Let me tell you something. And don't let that discourage you because those people aren't haters. They're your witnesses. Now, let's keep going. What inspires you the most? Anyone you know or maybe not know, family, friends, authors, artists, leaders? Hell, me. I'm just kidding. But what qualities inspire you in these people that you look at? You know, I look at certain orators or speakers. I look at Eckhart Tolle. He's a little weird, but I really dig this guy. I look at T.D. Jakes. I look at um, Wayne Dyer. There there are a few people that I just really like. I, I Even people like LeBron James. Um, I, I watch people that are just so off Dr. Oz, you know. And, and if you notice something, I just mentioned a bunch of people that have. Dr. Oz does not shoot hoop. He can't play ball, you know. Um, Wayne Dyer is not a brother. Well, he's a brother. He's my brother, but he's not, you know, he's not a black guy running around with a, a a fade or a fro. So when I look at these people, what is it I like about them? You know, I like the fact that Wayne Dyer is always embracing what he knows while still admitting he's a student of life. I love the fact that LeBron is so driven. You know, I, I like even Tyler Perry. When I when I look at Tyler and I'm thinking, you know, this guy, he has never gotten beyond being purpose driven. You know, fifty million dollars in the bank, you know, is not he's still purpose driven. So what is it that inspires you about these people? All right? The next thing what are you naturally good at? What skills Can you sing? Can you cook? Do you know how to comfort people? What abilities that you probably can perfect, because I'm going to tell you, I am a big, huge advocate of furthering your education, you know, and do it your way. I've had people go, Dr. Young, why did you go to University of Sedona? Well, let me tell you. It's a spiritual environment in in the West, in America, and and I let me give a shout out to my friends down in Montego Bay, Jamaica. I got your letters, and they really touched me. Thank you so much, you guys. I love you so much. You said some some really kind stuff to me, so thank you. As well as my friends over in Ghana, Uh, I want you to know I'm praying for you guys and what have you. But getting back to this, what natural gifts and skills? Do you possess what are your gifts? you know I mentioned University of Sedona, right? I did it my way. There was you know in the West, we are so arrogant that we think well, the American way is the only way. that's a bunch of bull crap. You know, University of Sedona is in America, but it is one of the most well-respected metaphysical and spiritual schools in the world. When I uh, spoke at the graduation and re- went to my one of my graduations um, at that school in Sedona, Arizona, I met people from uh, Israel, from Africa, from Australia, from uh, Latin America, from Canada. What if I was so stupid? that I let some narrow-minded idiot tell me that that wasn't a good move for me. It was a good move for me. It may not be a good move for them. So don't let other people degrade or demean your gifts, your skills, and your abilities. Now, here's another hint. All of this stuff I'm giving you is helping you to narrow down your purpose in case You know, you forgot why you're writing this down. So (laughs) what is it that people typically ask you to help them with or in? When they have a problem, what is it they call you about? What physical abilities do you have? Uh, Another way to look at that is if you had to teach a course in something, what would you teach? Like right now today, I'm not saying you got a degree or a teaching certificate, but if you had to teach a course in something right now, what would you teach, all right? Now, this is going to be funny, especially for you people that are crazy, like myself. What would you regret not fully doing, being, or having in your life? Like, if you had to regret something, or you are regretting something, what is this thing that you regret not doing, not having or being, do you regret that you didn't finish school, you didn't get that certification, you didn't get that license to do whatever? It may be something as simple as a CDL, and I'm not saying as simple because if you ask me to back up a truck, I'll probably be going to kill some folk. But, you know, what is it that you didn't finish that you started and you didn't finish it because you either gave birth to a child, you married somebody, whatever. But let's look at that. Now, this one really requires a little thought. And if you're 90 years old and listening to the show, it's still not too late. But for those of you that are not, if you right now were in your 90s, you're sitting on a rocking chair outside on your porch, and you can feel the spring breeze gently brushing against your face, you're blissfully happy and you're pleased with the wonderful life you've been blessed with, looking back at all that you've achieved and acquired, all the relationships, what do you think would matter most to you? That's a profound question. I'm going to say this again. If you were right now 90 years old, and you sitting up in your rocking chair outside on your porch. You can feel the wind blowing, brushing against your face. You're, you're chilling. You're happy. You're blissful. You can still get up and go to the bathroom, drive your car, walk around. You're in good health, 90-some years old, and you're looking back at your life and you're thinking about what you've acquired and achieved and all the relationships you developed. I want you to say, what would have mattered most to you? And list it. If all the other hints I just threw at you The eight or nine things I just told you to do Just picture yourself in that position And you're writing And this doesn't necessarily mean That right now you have evidence of this stuff Or you've achieved it We're talking about in your perfect world If you got to be 90 And you're sitting back thinking about Okay, I'm looking back over my life What would I be feeling? Next thing What are your deepest values? What matters the most to you? Is it family? Is it your children or taking care of other people, being a good neighbor, social groups you're active in, active in your church? Now, I, I want you to think about this. I'm going to do something real quick, and I hope this helps. I'm going to give you a list of um some words. And when I give you this list of these words, I want you in your own way to um to identify with the ones that make sense, okay? We'll do that in just a second. I don't I, I don't want let me just keep this going and I'll give you the list in a minute. What are some challenges, some difficulties and hardships you've overcome? Or you may even still be in the process of overcoming these things right now. Write them down. And if you're wondering what I said, I said write down some things you've overcome in life. You know, all of us have it. I can tell you mine. My my biggest issue is... Caring too much about what other people think and telling my business to folks that really have nothing to do with what I'm doing. That's one of my issues that I'm overcoming. Another one is uh, getting too concerned about other people's problems. It's one of my issues. One of my issues is being too hard on myself. Now you're going, Doc, why would you say do that? Real simple. When you can figure out what your issues are, child, let me tell you something. You're not the only one that has those issues, okay? Next thing. If there was a message right now that you could get across to a group of people, what would that message be? I'm going to say it again. Picture a room full of people that you could help First, who are these people? Are they kids? Are they teenagers? Are they women? Are they men? Are they sober, drunk? Who are they? What message would you give them? Next thing. Given whatever your natural talents and values are, how could you use those resources that are indigenous to you that you really don't have to work for to help people and write that down. Now I'm going to go through this list one quick time because, you know, this show is only an hour long today. So what makes you smile? What are some of your favorite things from your past and even now? What activities make you lose track of time? What makes you feel good about you? Who inspires you? why do they inspire you what is it about them what qualities do they have what are you naturally good at what skills abilities gifts do you have what do people typically come to you for help with or for or help in what are people speaking your counsel about if you had to teach something what would you teach Do you regret not finishing in your life or not doing and not being? What is that? Then I said, if you were 90 years old and you're sitting out on a rocking chair, you're sitting on a push, the wind's hitting you, you actually are in great health. You can see, talk, walk around, but you're thinking about what you've done in your life. You're reflecting on it. I want you to tell me what would you be most proud of? What mattered the most to you over those last 90 years? And this doesn't have to be stuff that's happened. It could just be on, you know, I wish my life would have been like stuff. You know what I mean? Then I ask you, what are your deepest values? What message, if you were talking to a big, significant audience, would you want to get across? And who is in that audience? Describe the group, the type of group. Are they are they your race? Are they outside your race? Are they your gender? Is it another country? Is it somewhere you've never been? What it, what group would it be? What would your message be? And then, given your talent and your passions and your values, how could you use what God's given you to be a blessing to others? Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some words to you, and when I read these words. I want you to put a check mark by. Well, I guess you can't put a check mark by because I didn't send them to you. I want you to just in your mind put a check mark by, or write the word down. And you don't have to write all these words down for you anal obsessive retentive people. You know marijuana is legal in and um, California and in Colorado. You know it's a lot of people moving there now just to get high. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. But that is really weird. That is a, never mind. That's a whole other conversation. Now, what are your highest values? And I'm going to give you some stuff to choose from. I'm going to do this quick. I'm going to do it twice. I'm going to actually do this three times because some of y'all are writing slow and some of you guys are sitting there with your fingers, which I don't understand trying to use a phone to take notes. But if you can do it, go for it. Here we go. Achievement, adventure, Courage, creativity, empowerment, family, financial freedom, fitness, honesty, integrity, intelligence, learning, relationship, spirituality. Now, I'm just throwing these words out to you because I want you to help pick what matters most to you. Whichever one resonated with you, write that one down. Don't be trying to write all these words down because that's not what this is about. This is about you hearing from some words I'm throwing out, which ones kind of you go, hmm, okay, I I like that one. I'm going to do it again. And sometimes don't expect me to say the same words twice. I'm just throwing stuff out at you. Adventure. Challenge, creativity, education, empowerment, the environment, family, independence, intelligence, learning, motivation, play. I didn't say player. I know some of y'all said player. I'm a player. I did not say play. I said play. And watching those uh, black exploitation movies from the 70s. And Anyway, uh, reliability, spirituality, freedom. I'm going to throw these words out again. And and again, why am I doing it? Because I want you to connect dots. Today, what I'm doing is giving you pieces to a puzzle that when you get through looking at this information, you're going to get an aha moment. And, and here's the deal. You may already be in the middle of your career. You may already be one just inches away, literally hours, days. You may just be one phone call, one, one idea away. From reaching that mark That's going to take you Into this next season of your life So I'm going to give you these words One more time And you write down whatever achieve, What hits you Achievement Adventure Courage Creativity Curiosity The environment Family Honesty Inner peace, intelligence, leadership, love, motivation, passion, personal growth, productivity, respect, spirituality, variety. Now, now, what I want you to do is go back and look at that list I gave you earlier. You know, the one, if you could teach something, what do people ask you for help in? Connect these words with some of your answers to that. Because if you're noticing something, you should start seeing a little pattern emerge out of what you're writing down. You should start seeing, and I'm just going to give an example. Let's say that I said uh, one of the things that people always ask me about is, how to, how to pray, how to be so spiritual and stay grounded. Then I noticed when I was asked the question, well, at 90 years old, I would want people to say, Doc really changed my life. Doc helped me to see life clearly. He helped me to think straight and figure out things. And then I look at these words, and the words that stood out to me is, being, is, is uh, you know, comfort, and family and inner peace and spirituality well if those were the words that went with what i saw in that paper the odds are my passion leans toward me being a guiding star in other people's lives and it's not the u.s army or the navy but just everyday people that i could probably reach out to and in some way affect them by imparting what i know that ladies and gentlemen is how you find your passion. Now, what we're going to do, because I already know, I, you, you've been hearing me all week. Somebody wrote me a nice note saying, Doc, why do you keep arguing with your producers about taking a break? So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to take a two-minute break. We're coming right back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. And if you've ever felt like God it turning your face away
1: Here's a reminder He still cares For you Even when you're going through God will never He'll never, He'll never leave you. He'll never leave you He still cares He still cares, he still cares For you you he still, cares. he still cares He still cares for you He wants to meet you right where you are If I can't, I No matter who No matter what you've been going through God has not forgotten you He still cares He still cares For you For you God still cares Let Him prove it again He cares He cares Yes he does. He said he will never he'll never leave you all. He'll
0: never leave you or forsake you. Oh, no. You know that's real talk. One thing that I want you to know is that God does still care about you. And again, I'm not saying this stuff to be uh, religious and hyper spiritual anything that but the truth be told. Sometimes we need to remember that we're not in this battle alone, and you're not. That's if you're listening to this program right now. The reason that you're listening to this program right now is because God does care. He does want you to make it. He has a plan for your life, but what good is that plan do anything about it? Now, getting back to this. I, the The topic of this show is how to create instant manifestation. Well, I'm going to tell you, the way you do that is by being in contact with your passion. And if you're in contact with your passion, your purpose is always riding in the front seat right next to your passion. Here's a question I have for you. When we looked at these action words and we looked at this stuff we wrote down, and if you're guess, if you just now tuning into the program, the program is archived within five minutes of being off the air. You can always check out the archive. So don't trip. You haven't missed anything. You can hear the program in its entirety. Oh, by the way, before I get into that, if you are listening via Blog Talk Radio right now, make sure you hit the follow button for the program. It's not complicated. We're not just going to steal your information. Just hit follow. You can log in using Facebook or Twitter or whatever else or just what whatever. But it's real simple. That way you don't have to worry about missing the program or if we do part one, part two type things, you'll automatically get a notification. And isn't that easier than always going, damn, I missed it? So that's uh, just some FYI. Now, let me give you five reasons why most people never discover their purpose. You know, I've had the opportunity to hear from literally thousands of people, and they fear that the path that they're choosing is not the right path. We're lured into thinking that purpose of life equals some type of social mobility or establishing a career, accumulating wealth, or being powerful. That's a bunch of bull. You know, if we can admit to ourselves that we aren't fulfilled with success trappings all too often, we cling to our illusions because that's all we know. In other words, you know, all you know is Big Junior got a Cadillac, you know, so that makes him successful. That does not make him successful. That makes him have a car that he probably can't afford. As a matter of fact, some of us are crazy enough to be watching reality television with these I'm, – I'm being honest. First, I don't want to tick off any networks because I, you guys, I know a couple are listening to this program right now that we're talking about my television program. So uh, I'm not saying – that reality shows are bad. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when you want to base the quality of your life on some folks on TV, you've lost your damn mind because the only difference between them and you is they're on TV. And being honest, and, you know, they – sooner or later forget that the cameras are rolling and slip out and be themselves and good producers on reality TV live for that moment because everybody is playing to the camera most of the time. But the truth is when that camera, they'll forget that camera's there and they'll slip up and be themselves. So here's what I'd like to propose. Maybe your purpose has nothing to do with what other people think of you or what you do for a living. I'm going to say that again. I want you to really think about is what you're called to do connected to what you do for a living. As a matter of fact, I'm going to really push you to think about this. Perhaps your purpose is really about living an authentic life and discovering who you really are. Now, does that mean that you can't make a living and do that? No. You can make a living doing one thing and be fulfilled doing another. People do that every day. You know, I'm very – I am so grateful. But see, here's what you guys don't know about me. You don't have a clue how many nights I have lost sleep wondering how I'm going to pay the off – well, the house note, the rent. How I can't take care of my kids because I'm following this – gift that God gave me. Following your gift comes with a price tag, boo. I'm here to tell you it's a price tag. So don't trip if you're not making a living from your purpose yet. And you notice I said the word yet because once you really – get in contact with your passion, your gifts and your purpose will align themselves in such a way that God, if he gives you a vision, trust me, homie, he will give you the provision. You feeling me, home girl? I'm telling you, your passion has provision attached to it. People are taught from a very young age to look to others for guidance. And that's good and bad, you know. Social norming is a part of our life. It's part of what we're taught at childhood. You figure out how to behave in relation to everybody else. But see, here's the problem. The problem begins when you extend that process to including something as personal as your life's purpose. See, in other words, when someone says, okay, don't do that now, you're acting up. When you're a kid, Okay, you should not be wiping boogers on 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 people and stuff. Okay, that's nasty, but you know, a good example. You should not be running around back up to somebody in port, start laughing and run off, or your your crazy daddy told you, pull my finger. Pull my finger. Okay, I'm talking about me when my kids were little. You know how your dad would well maybe your dad didn't do it. But I did it. I t my kids pull my finger then and I'd be like, Daddy, did you pass gas? Yeah, I got you. I mean, all of that stuff is social norm. I am not nasty. All fathers do that with their kids, at least the ones that are really cool like me. I'm being funny. But the truth is, stop basing who you are created to be on what people expect from you because those two things ain't never, ever, ever going to line up. And I'm going to tell you this. There are times when you will see yourself and the eyes, and through the eyes of other people, we have earned our trust and the ability to help us find our new our, our purpose. And, and you earn that just by simply being you. You know, I have somebody I, I really care about a lot, and I always make fun. They were they were in a situation with a fool that would always say, "Well, you haven't earned the right to do this." And i when I'm around them, I'll say, "Well, have you earned the right?" You don't have to earn the right to be you. And anybody that tells you that, tell them to kiss you where the the doorknob should have hit you. Most people, even the well-meaning, want us to fit into a slot because it makes more sense for them, not you, and to gain their approval you willingly slide your silly butt into that slot. And then to try to maintain their approval, you will learn to consistently and chronologically deny who you are. In other words, what I'm saying to you is let's say God gave you a gift, and your gift requires that you go to beauty school or you go back to college, but you didn't marry somebody that, well, you know, we can't afford it. Hell, you can't afford not to go. Because that's why you don't have, that's why you can't afford nothing right now. You're not using your gift. And you're letting somebody, your mama, your daddy, your wife, your husband, your friends tell you, well, you know, can you really afford to do that? What you need to ask them is get out my damn business and can I afford not to do it? You know, let's say you're in a job and you've got a little savings, you got a little pension, you put away a little something something for a rainy day. homie, it ain't raining, and this ain't that day. Go in your little uh nest egg and spend some of that money and go back to school. get a new wardrobe in other words, what I'm telling you is how can you expect to receive something when you're not willing to give something and how Often, the things that God wants you to use and invest begin with two places. It begins with something you already have to work with. It may be that little change you got tucked away. It may be a a relationship that you are not utilizing properly. And I'm not saying people need to pay for your ideas. But what I am saying is if you're not willing to bless you, don't expect someone else to do it. And and think about this. Our society has reduced success to a a list of boxes to be checked. You graduate from school, you partner up, have kids, you get a career, and you hang on to it until retirement comes, and then you can get you some checks and die. That is not reality, people. This, This path is not, that's not real. Matter of fact, that's a bunch of bull crap. We're so busy avoiding self-induced fears of not being enough of blank, not being smart enough, not being pretty enough, that we rarely stop and ask, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? And then when you admit to yourself that you're not happy and you're not fulfilled, you sit there like somebody that just put a nail in, in a chair and I'll give you an example. This is an old racist joke, you know, but I can say it. I'm black. I'm gonna get this joke up. There was this 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 uh this man. That I'm just gonna say that I heard this joke from an old racist white man, but you know, it, it was funny. It, it wasn't funny, but it was funny. And he said there was this slave sitting on a chair. I mean, sitting out on the field, and he had sat down on this uh, piece of wood that had a nail sticking out. The nail was in his butt. And he said, well, why are you sitting over here crying? And he said, because I got a nail in my butt. And the man says, well, okay, well, what's wrong? He said, well, it hurts too much for me to get up and pull it out. Uh, Duh. I mean, are you that stupid? Are you sitting up right now suffocating? Mentally and emotionally, because you don't want to get off your butt and remove what is holding you hostage. Like I said, some of you, and yes, I'm talking to you, you are just moments away, minutes away, a personal way, a phone call away from walking into your future. But no. You're letting what somebody said about you last year or the last time you attempted it and you didn't make it. Last time you went and tried to get your license for your cosmetology or your truck driving or your, you wanted to go to school, so you, you, your credit got denied. You were married to somebody that didn't support you. Right now, your credit is so bad you think, well, I can't do it yet. Yes, you can. You may have to find another way, but yes, you can. See, finding your your purpose is about listening to that inner voice. Let your life speak to you. Do not tell life what you're not going to do. Let it speak to you. You see, purpose, a calling, passionate. It's compulsive. It's like an inkling where you go, I'd like to try that. And then it, it goes into something where you just can't stop thinking about it. Now, for some of you, you know, some of you that have a problem with food, you cannot stop thinking about those Shipley's Donuts over there off of T.C. Gesture, especially when they're hot. Okay, that's me, not you. But the truth of it is there is always something tugging at you about whatever your this is. You remember the list I gave you? If you missed the first half of the show, go back and listen to it. But during the first half of the show, I said, some of you really don't know what your passion is, and I gave you a way to quickly narrow it down. At least if you can't get the one thing, you can get in the ballpark of a couple, right? And then we live in a society that does not value silence. It values action. But, Living without silence is dangerous, so shut the hell up. Without it, you are going to keep trying to fulfill your ego and what it wants and trying to live up to what other people say. Sometimes you have to get away from other people and just muffle the noise and create some room for what is authentically you to surface. I'm telling you, I am a big advocate for meditation. Meditation and I and you hear me say this to you all the time is the highest form of prayer. So sit in silence. You can ask yourself questions about your life and work and what's going on, but just sit there and, and let the answer come to you. Don't don't sit there for five minutes and call yourself meditating. Please, this is not like you're a little kid and you're at church with my mama. Well, you know, okay, again, that applies to me, but my mother used to give me a quarter to be quiet in church. Did your parents ever? <laughs> I don't get it. And Now I want to give people $5 to shut the hell up, but I, I understand the concept. But you have to sometimes just tell yourself, I'm going to sit here, and I'm not going to say anything. Or you, here's another good one. If you can't sit still and do it because your butt is hyperactive, go walk. Go to the park in the morning, in the evening, even if there are a bunch of people around, and do like a monk with a vile silence. Walk around and shut your doggone mouth and just pay attention. Your spirit has been trying to talk to your soul for more than a minute now. If you would just be quiet and allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you. <laughs> you know, Carl Jung is one of my favorite psychologists, and he had this thing called the shadow, which is the dark side of your personality. It's the underbelly of your personality that you rather for other people not to see. It represents your deficiencies, your failures, all your selfish drives. You know, most of us flee from it before anyone can see the side of us because we try to hide it. But see, here's the thing. The part that is the darkest part of you and I ain't talking about. I don't want some dark-skinned black person talking about. See, there you go talking about dark-skinned black people. Willie Lynch, no Negro. I am not talking about your pigmentation. I'm talking about that part of you that is kind of pushed. I, I know the, my my all my non-African American and, and uh, non-black listeners are going, "What the hell was that about?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I love this show. Um, but even you of the fair complexion with the straight hair have a dark side. And that's the part of you that may be housing your passion. That's the part of you that you least want to deal with. I do this thing called Lamosity. It's a brain exercise game, you know, because I believe in, in making my brain Uh, Better And hopefully it's working. I doubt based on my last few moments that that may be the case. But the truth of it is, I think it's helping. And when I do it, I found that there's certain games that I do with ease. And that means I'm just naturally good at them. It's kind of like some of y'all go to the gym. And you got these exercises that you kill at. You know, I look at the people that's on the stairclimber, on the uh, elliptical, and the and the treadmill, and they look like little hamsters on on a flat wheel, right? They're just going, but they never touch the weights. Or oh, I see Mister Big Johnny Buff Puff, and he's over there. And and I want to ask you something: Why do men that are all swollen up walk around with little feminine stuff on? Something's wrong with y'all. Got on these little bitty tight shirts and all your stuff hanging out. I, nobody wants to see that. Please put on a damn T-shirt or something. But, but the truth is we go and we always work out and exploit the things that don't challenge us. Perhaps your purpose is in an area that you're challenging. I mean, you may be an introvert, and you don't like walking up to a stranger and giving them your business card. How in the hell they going to know you're in business if you don't speak to people and tell them what you do? I had somebody tell me, well, Doc, you know, and you always telling people who you are. Well, that's because I am somebody. Sit your baton down and shut the hell up. You know, isn't it funny? You want to work for me and benefit from my reputation and my name, but you want to tell me don't tell people what I do. Duh. I mean, come on, really? Stop letting other people influence you, but worse, stop letting the negative part of yourself hold you hostage. Some of you can't shut up. You talk too damn much. I suffer from both. So there are times when you have to say, you know what, let me just be quiet and listen. Somebody actually knows more than you. You can't discover that because you won't shut up long enough to learn anything. Let people help you. And you'd be surprised who will help you, like a little kid. There's a story I would suggest that you read. It's called The Emperor's Clothes. On one of my episodes, I'm going to read that to you. But stop being blinded by what is obvious and what is in front of you. Now, I'm going to, we're getting ready to wrap this up, so I'm going to give you a quick list of some things that you can do to get your life together and cross over. Like I said, for a lot of you, you don't know what the hell to do. And there are others of you that have done all that you can, and you think it's you. It's not. It's God giving you some perfect timing. That's why he's delaying you. He's not denying you, but check this out. Stop leaving things up to chance. Write this down right now. Write it down. Get a pen. Get a paper. For those of you in Alabama chewing tobacco, spit your tobacco out. Try to miss people's feet and write this down. Here we go. All right. Stop leaving life up to chance. Discover your purpose. In other words, make that a priority. Now, here's some things that I want you to do, just real quick. Write out your life's vision. What are your dreams? What are the things that you are doing or have yet to do that have not taken place yet? Write that down. Next, make it a hobby before you make it a business. So let's say you want to start catering, and let's say you want to – I've got a friend of mine – hi, Sonia. How are you, Sonia White? This woman is a phenomenal publicist that doesn't even. She she's starting to realize it, but every time I see Sonya, she is on a, doing something somewhere with people where I'm going. How in the hell did you get past security and get in that room? And I know A-list celebrities that cannot get in the places this woman gets into. But God has given her a gift, and right now she's doing this gift like it's a hobby, right? So maybe you should start using the thing you want to do and just do it as a hobby. I was in Atlanta co-hosting Celebrity Fest. This dude was taking pictures, and me and Tony Terry asked him, are you a photographer? Are you with this thing? He said, no, I just like doing this. Next thing you know, my publicist says, well, I need somebody like you. So just do your thing as a hobby. Next thing, volunteer your gift somewhere, whether it's in your church, whether it's with friends and family, but volunteer your gift. The next thing is use fear as a form of power, not as an excuse. In other words, if you're nervous about shaking hands and saying hi, stop being scared. Go and cross over the line and do that which you haven't done because if you want that which you've never seen, do that which you've never done, right? And then the other thing is Start reading about it. in at the beginning of the show, I said identify people you look up to. Identify people that really are living what you aspire to do. L- use, in other words, use them as your role model. Use them as your template. And then here's the last thing: commit 60 seconds. I mean, 60 seconds. Duh. Sorry. 60 minutes every day to think about how you're living your life. Are you living life on purpose? Are you missing the boat? You know, people do not plan to fail. They fail to plan. So 60 minutes a day on reflection, read inspiring books, make this thing personal, let your fears guide you, take action. You know, volunteer, start a hobby, start doing all of these things that God has for you and write your vision out and make it plain. Anyway, that's our show for today. Make sure you hit the follow button on Block Talk Radio. Hit the like button on the Facebook page and the follow button. With that said, I love you madly. Have an awesome week. Bye now. Oh, one other thing, Sunday night, 730. Be sure to tune in. Talk to you then.